before you head out the house today, don't forget that umbrella. Oh my goodness, is it ever going to stop raining? And if it stopped raining where you are, could, could we at least have a couple of days of sunshine? Oh, the Southland needs it. Hello, this is the show that is all about the Southeast. I'm John Rawl. This is y'all. And we've got an action-packed show headed your way today. We've got headlines from across the Southeast, including what's going on with the weather, some scary conditions in some of our southern states, also a scary situation in Baltimore, Maryland. On Wednesday, law enforcement officers shot there. We've got the latest on that. In Nashville, a fellow was at a bar there on Lower Broadway wearing his red ball cap. It was not a Make America Great Again hat or a Keep America Great hat. But someone mistook it for that. And you know what they did? They punched this guy right in the face. And I'll tell you more about that. We also have other headlines across the South that we'll get to, including some fun stuff out there. All that. Plus, we've got a great Southerner that you may not even be aware of her name, but she truly has been out of this world and set records. And we're going to brag on this North Carolinian and an NC State alum as part of our tribute to a great Southerner. And we'll get to that here in this first hour of today's Y'all Show. Later in the hour, we're going to tell you, according to y'all.com, the top festivals going on in the region this month. And there's some darn good stuff out there as part of our Festive South feature. That is headed your way in a handful of minutes. Don't forget, in hour two today, we've got a very special thing we do often on the Thursday Y'all Startup Hour 2, and that's we feature book talk. Today, we've got an author, as Armin Brott is going to be our special guest. And if you're a father, this interview is just for you, and especially if you're an expectant father this one's really for you, as Armin Brott has penned about 10 books, mostly on the subject of being a father, and his sort of main book, his flagship book, is The Expectant Father. And Armin Brott's going to join us and talk about some of the tips, what he's learned being a father. It's going to be a great conversation. That's at the start of hour two. And if you're not a father, let's say you're a female out there listening, it's a very sweet interview. And you're going to enjoy hearing Armin talk about being a father and and what we all can do, whether you're male or female, to improve parenting. All that coming up in our Buy the Book feature of hour two, author Armin Brock. And as we wrap up today's show, we're going to have our SEC Spotlight Perhaps big news here in the talk show hosting world of the Southeast. As stories are coming out, it's been leaking that Paul Feinbaum of the SEC Network and an Alabama legend, he may be stepping away from his normal show on the SEC Network and his syndicated radio show. And we'll go to Alabama for the latest on that. Paul Feinbaum. Could you all imagine a world without Paul Feinbaum? he's not dead and he's not even dying but there's reports that he might be going in a different direction and we'll give you the latest from alabama and charlotte where he's based now in our sec report when we get to the sec report in hour two plus we'll give you all of the goings on of college basketball some good games on the hard court on wednesday night we'll give you the update on that and then we'll tell you what's happening in sec men's basketball on saturday plus it's the start of college baseball this weekend and we're going to hear from two head coaches the two head coaches of the two divisions that are sort of the leaders although i don't think they do divisions in sec play or they keep changing it i have to go back and look what they're doing this year 
But I can tell you one guy is without a doubt the best baseball coach in the SEC right now because he's the defending national champion, Tim Corbin of Vanderbilt. We're going to have some audio from him as his doors get ready to start the 2020 college baseball season and defend their national title. We'll also hear from Arkansas head baseball coach Dave Van Horn as the Hogs are sort of the top team out of the SEC West area. And we'll hear about what's going on with the Diamond Razorbacks. All that coming up as part of our getting you ready for the opening pitch of the 2020 college baseball season in hour two. If you want to connect to us here on the Y'all Show, we welcome your feedback. 803-816-1170 is the way to do that. We have an awesome website with great information right there at your fingertips, free of charge. That's YALL.com. We're also on Facebook. Look for y'all.com on Facebook. By the way, that's free of charge. And Instagram, Twitter, at Y'all Show is where you'll find us. And don't forget, we have our YouTube channel, and it's Y'all Show on YouTube. And we have our videos being put up there. Our Y'all Show TV interviews are also at our website, y'all.com. Just look for Y'all TV, and chances are you might see this redneck talking to you right now (laughs) and and, and a refined redneck let me clarify there i'm kind of halfway between red and sophistication that's what many of you out there might be somewhere in that uh hinterland but yes that's what we do here on y'all we promote the south and we'd like to tell you about what's going on in the south let's get into the headlines here on today's program and we'll start out as we have a couple times here in the last two weeks talking about mother nature as rain is continuing to happen across parts of the southeast i would say the area that's probably been hit the most mississippi and alabama and then parts of tennessee as well as you have had strong winds isolated tornadoes over the last couple of days flash flooding possible if it hasn't already happened you had it on wednesday night in portions of the southeast scattered severe thunderstorms also out there and this continues this trend that we've seen that there's just been so much rainfall since 2020 began areas from north louisiana to west virginia and portions of east tennessee and kentucky have picked up at least twice the amount of rainfall that normally falls during the period the national weather service has issued flood watches in most of those soggy locations because water this go around they it just doesn't have that many options for runoff more than 40 locations along rivers in the south are in at least moderate flood stage meaning structures and roads along those rivers are being inundated. Flood warnings have been issued to many rivers across the south and the upper Ohio River Valley. And looking at the flood alerts, as far as our rivers go, certainly the Mississippi River, there's certainly from Memphis North up to Cairo, Illinois, that's extremely likely to flood if not flooded already the tennessee valley the tennessee river specifically from the shoals of alabama northward let's say to camden tennessee you've got issues with the tennessee river flooding there and then around huntsville i saw some video coming in from around redstone arsenal and lots of flooding there on the tennessee river there in north alabama in mississippi you also have a lot of flooding around the yazoo river all the way up to the delta around cleveland mississippi flooding areas there under a flood warning there and even portions of the tallahatchie river 
north of Oxford, perhaps, could be very, very dangerous. Be very careful, especially if you're going near a river and you have to cross a creek or something like that, something that normally is not too bad. Be extra careful here as we have this excessive rainfall amount going on throughout these areas from Jackson, Mississippi, northeastward toward the Alabama line going through Tupelo into the shoals of Alabama to Huntsville and more. Those are your areas that were hit the heaviest on Wednesday night. And the South is just waterlogged right now. The NOAA Storm Prediction Center has issued severe thunderstorm watches throughout the last 24 hours or so to these areas that we told you about. And going into the weekend, some of these areas luckily will be getting a little bit better. But we know we've seen rescues already this week in Birmingham with floodwaters hitting the Magic City there. And as I said, the Tennessee River is something really scary right now as those tributaries going into the Tennessee are causing more and more grief, especially as that river makes its way technically northward to the Ohio River. Those areas there in North Alabama, West Tennessee have to be extra careful. These areas also hit pretty hard in 2019. So our thoughts go out to all of those in our listening area in those areas who might be dealing with these flood issues. Now that we know what happened on the Democratic side Tuesday evening in New Hampshire, we've got a little bit of an update to tell you about on the Democratic side for those running for president. Elizabeth Warren, the Massachusetts senators, she's staying in the race to her credit. But guess what? She's pulling back from her South Carolina effort, putting all of her effort on Nevada as that's the next state. In fact, Nevada voters will have a primary. Actually, it's not a primary. It's a caucus type system there in Nevada. And it's going to be not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. And that's where Elizabeth Warren and others are sort of having their Waterloo. And she hopes to emerge there with much better standing than she had in New Hampshire. An embarrassing effort for Elizabeth Warren this week after she was uh, ho-hum out in Iowa. Of course, nobody really knows what happened there. So she's pulling out of South Carolina, putting all her chips on Nevada. And if she somehow, let's say, finishes top two, maybe top three in Nevada, she'll likely continue her race to be president and go on to South Carolina. South Carolina's primary, February 29th. That's the Saturday after Nevada. So again, no primary or caucus this saturday then the following saturday which would be february 22nd you got the one going on in nevada and then the following week you got south carolina then super tuesday where a whole bunch of states go to the polls that happens that first tuesday in the month of march and i know tennessee and alabama and other states involved with that in fact i saw mike bloomberg was in chattanooga on wednesday campaigning there so that is what's going on on the democrats still a handful of these people you've probably never heard of still running but the the front runners certainly bernie sanders and mayor pete Buttigieg. i don't know why we always give him the name mayor we don't always say senator bernie sanders or senator elizabeth warren we always call that guy mayor i'm gonna stop saying that i'm either gonna call him by his formal name which he's not even a mayor anymore. He's a former mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He's just Pete Buttigieg. In fact, that's what his campaign signs say. It says Pete. So for Pete's sake, I'm going to call that guy Pete. But we'll have to find out how well Pete's received when he comes south to South Carolina and the other states voting in Super Tuesday. Something tells me old Pete might not be doing quite as good in this part of the world. But Bernie Sanders, oh, now that's a different story. Yes, socialism 
in the southeast can you can you can you handle that let's tell you about a story that happened in baltimore sad story there two officers wounded one in serious condition this is a developing story coming from baltimore as a shooting at a apartment complex in baltimore ended with the death of a former state corrections official who had been under investigation and two fugitive task force officers wounded in this the officers one a baltimore county detective the other a detective in the city of baltimore were both assigned to the Capital Area Regional Fugitive Task Force, and they were trying to serve a warrant out of Pennsylvania for attempted murder. And this shooting happened, and these two officers, one shot in the leg, the other in the stomach. One of the officers had surgery. Both were awake, but still, according to the doctors there in Baltimore, uh, this is a very serious condition. The male suspect, a former state corrections official who had been under investigation That, according to Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. But another incident of law enforcement officers being shot this week. This marks the second time here this week we've seen that happen. I know in Forest City, Arkansas, we had it happen and other instances here in the last couple of days. A tragic story from Ocala, Florida. A nine-year-old boy has been charged with trying to kill his five-year-old sister by stabbing her with a kitchen knife inside their apartment last month. The boy charged Tuesday with attempted first-degree murder appeared in court on Wednesday in Ocala, which is in central Florida. The mother of the children told police she left the apartment to get the mail and get some candy for her children from a neighbor. And when she returned, she said she found the boy stabbing his sister with a kitchen knife in a bedroom. The child told investigators he thought killing his sister two days before uh, the January 28th stabbing incident occurred. Luckily, the girl released last Friday from the University of Florida Health Shanda Hospital in Gainesville. The boy is being detained right now. Uh, Awful story there. But if there's anything good to report, that girl who got stabbed by our older brother there is is out of the hospital that's that's a great story there how about this story from atlanta a crew of identity thieves who posed as rap industry figures are now guilty or being at least charged with scamming more than a hundred thousand dollars from some of the area's most exclusive hotels according to prosecutors the group told hotel workers they were with the entertainment firm rock nation that's roc enlisted the rap group Wu-Tang Clan with at least one of the hotels, according to a complaint filed in U.S. District Court in Atlanta. Now, some of the hotels hit the Georgian Terrace Hotel in Atlanta, where cast members from Gone with the Wind stayed during the Atlanta premiere back in 39. Well, that hotel left with a $45,000 unpaid bill. Representatives of the Hyatt Regency Atlanta told the FBI the group walked away from there without paying a $39,000 tab there. They had been driving a Rolls-Royce Phantom that they rented from A National Limousine, which reported a loss, oh, by the way, of $60,000. So who knew if you posed as a rap group or rap executive, you can get free stuff, it sounds like. (laughs) And it just is amazing what they... As far as I know, these fellows, whoever did this, are on the lam. And they're trying to find where these guys are this supposed rap imposters accused of scamming these luxury hotels if you have a luxury hotel in the south don't let a rap imposter come stay at your property make them pay up front cash real cash too if you can pull that off now to tennessee politics a mayor in east tennessee is now accused of stealing over 
$300,000 from his grandmother and her estate. And this is, again, from Mount Carmel, Tennessee. Mayor Christopher Jones is now being looked into for theft allegations. And these allegations say that he stole more than $300,000 from his own grandmother's. They allegedly found evidence investigators that he stole more than this this money and then some and her estate by writing fake checks from her account to himself over the course of two years from 2014 to 2016 his grandmother died in west virginia in a assisted care living place in 2016 the grand jury returned an indictment last week charging the mayor with one count of theft over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and jones arrested booked into the hawkins county tennessee jail on a three hundred thousand dollar bond and mark miss town of mount carmel it's right there near i guess that would be near bristol or yeah bristol would be i guess the closest town there in northeast tennessee right on the virginia border is where you'll find this but what a terrible story from this mayor of this small town in east tennessee doing this to his own grandmother and her estate while she was in an assisted living place happens all the time more tennessee news to tell you about this time it was a bad tennessean and a good yankee at least the good yankee didn't do anything wrong he was celebrating his 50th birthday daniel sprague and he was at the stage bar right there on lower broadway in downtown nashville and his wife gave him a big red hat that said make 50 great again Kind of looked like one of those Make America Great Again hats. But it wasn't. It said Make 50 Great Again. And according to Sprague, people came up and were giving him a hard time. But having fun with him. It was his birthday after all. And then he said at one point a female came up from behind, spun him around, punched him in the face, then grabbed that hat off his head and yelled, as Greta Thunberg would say, How dare you! And if you see a picture of Mr. Sprague's face, it's pretty nasty he got punched hard it, there's a certainly some blood and a punch right there on his cheek and it, it's just a nasty picture if you see him still wearing that hat make 50 great again happy birthday there mr sprague and by the way mr sprague visiting from out of town to nashville this is not a good message nashville maybe it was not a nashvillian that did the punching here of this guy in his make 50 great again hat what did this guy do in his career and this person went up and knocked him in the face he's a retired police officer from the state of new york and someone had the gall to go punch this retired police officer over his bright red and white make 50 great again hat an update on the coronavirus nearly 200 residents of georgia are now being monitored for this virus and it's just a continuing problem especially in china but in georgia yes 200 people kind of being watched observed in fact that's in in atlanta specifically is the home of the centers for disease control so you'd think in georgia of all places they would have a better eye and maybe that's why they're doing this maybe a little quarantine action as we're seeing across the world there's now been 13 confirmed cases of coronavirus in six states throughout the country and a lot of people in around the world, about 393 people in 24 countries have been infected with the virus since it was first reported back in December. And we have no idea the numbers coming from China, but it's 
a scary thing. And again, in just this one state that I can report here in America, here in the South, Georgia, 200 people not saying they've got it. They're being monitored for the coronavirus. Now, what a low life in Florida. Two dolphins have been found dead on the beach, and these dolphins were either shot or stabbed, according to investigators. Again, what kind of low life would do this in Naples, Florida, as federal authorities have come in to open an investigation after these dolphins found with these deadly injuries? One of the dolphins discovered in waters off Naples last week, that according to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, and the animal had received bullet or stab wounds, possibly both, according to investigators. Also last week, in the Emerald Coast of Florida, the Emerald Coast Wildlife Refuge found a dolphin with a bullet in its left side along Pensacola Beach in Escambia County. I think it's where Pensacola Beach is. I know Pensacola's in Escambia. It might be in that other county to the east of Escambia. But right there south of Pensacola is where you'll find Pensacola Beach and there you will have this dolphin with a bullet in its left side killing it there and that dolphin sadly on the beach there of florida in the last 18 years at least 29 dolphins have been stranded with evidence of being shot by guns or arrows or impaled with objects such as fishing spears so don't do this this is terrible it's a big crime if you get caught and we want to protect our beautiful fish off of our southern waters we have more y'all goodness coming your way we've got more headlines when we come back we'll tell you the sad story about an airplane crash in georgia over the weekend and authorities have now id'd the four killed in that small plane crash we'll have update on that and as we said we've got a southerner that has been out of this world and has set records and she's an nc state alum and we'll tell you who she is and what's up with her all that coming up as the y'all show continues Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. 
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Continuing with the show that is all about the Southeast, more headlines as we scan the Southeast. Four people were killed in a small jet crash in the Georgia mountains this past weekend. And in Calhoun, Georgia, Gordon County Deputy Coroner Christy Nicholson has announced the deaths, the three deceased men and the one woman. She identified the four as Roy Smith, 68 years old, of Fayetteville, Georgia. His son, Morgan Smith, a 25-year-old from Atlanta. His girlfriend, Savannah Sims, 23, of Atlanta. And then the co-pilot, 62-year-old Raymond Sluck of Sonoya, Georgia. All four killed over the weekend the crash happened when there was snow in north georgia around the time when this cessna 501 crashed shortly after saturday after 10 a.m saturday in this remote part of gordon county to the northwest of atlanta the wreckage found hours later in a wooded area that emergency crews were only able to reach on foot the ntsb is investigating again the four identified after this crash there after the plane went missing from radar shortly after takeoff from an airport in Peachtree City, the Atlanta suburb, and again, four killed over the weekend in this small plane crash. Our thoughts there to their family. In Alabama, a 73-year-old man who was first convicted of a bank robbery way back in 1973, he's going back to prison. And could you take a wild guess what Robert Carlisle's going back to prison for there in Alabama? Yes, this man with an extensive crime history in Mobile County He's just got sentenced to 46 months imprisonment and 36 months supervised release for his role in the robbery of the BBVA Compass Bank on Airport Boulevard in September of last year, that in Mobile County, Alabama. He confessed to police that he robbed this bank with the intent to get money to pay back a debt to a drug dealer who was holding Carlisle's phone and vehicle until he repaid that debt. Carlisle first brought before an Alabama courtroom for a bank robbery back in September 1973. He's been arrested on 20 separate occasions in Mobile County, County, Alabama alone in the last 32 years. He's got to pay almost $3,000 in restitution to the bank as a part of his sentence as well. But for the next 46 months plus, Robert Carlisle, the 73-year-old South Alabamian, the lower Alabamian will be back in jail as he's a repeat offender of Robin Banks, even at age 73. The guy ought to be sitting in a rocking chair instead of Robin Banks, right? All right. We haven't had this in a little while. Confederate craziness is back, y'all. And it this time, just like we've told you many times, this particular Confederate craziness, as we have two stories here, the first one 
is an update to Silent Sam, that Confederate statue that was on the University of North Carolina campus for more than a century. What's the latest with this? Well, the last update we gave you after protesters literally ripped it apart and pretty much destroyed it when they had their feelings hurt by this statue that had been there for 100 plus years august 2018 100 protesters plus went there and destroyed this statue and then it was removed i guess for protection it's been hidden away and uh, i guess their administrators of the university of north carolina chapel hill decided to team up with the sons of confederate veterans and have this statue transferred to the scv plus give the scv two and a half two and a half million to sort of pr- to protect it maybe keep it funded something i don't know what the money was there it was an agreement mainly the board of governors of unc trying to get this issue out of the spotlight well guess what a judge ruled in orange county north carolina court on wednesday that the university of north carolina can't do this he overturned this settlement and we have no idea the fate of this torn down statue going forward now that alan Badur has ruled there in north carolina critics had questioned how the deal was quietly struck between the scv and the unc board of governors in a way that allowed the lawsuit and settlement to be filed in quick succession and then approved by Badur just before thanksgiving but now this has been changed and no telling where we're going to go from here in north carolina at least this story here coming again after so much uh, headlines so many problems frankly all caused by a couple hundred knuckleheads that went and tore down a statue which in north carolina you're not supposed to tear down statues you're not supposed to remove statues they're protected but this happened in nearby durham right after what 2015 2016 might have been 2017 it was after charlottesville people tore down the statue there in durham and these same people came eight miles south of chapel hill and tore down silent stamp silent sam in 2018 and this problem continues for the good people of north carolina when all the people who want to protect silent sam is to have this statue placed in a place of honor to remember the confederate dead now to tennessee if you thought silent sam was a problem how about nathan bedford Forrest and the state of tennessee lawmakers are getting ready to debate the bust of nathan bedford Forrest, the renowned confederate general but controversial figure away from the battlefield as tennessee legislators get together to discuss nbf and there's also a holiday i don't know if it's technically celebrated in the state of tennessee but it's nathan bedford forest day i think it's in the summertime when that's held in fact each year for decades every tennessee governor since 1931 has been required to sign the proclamation for nathan bedford forest and that's a state law in the state of tennessee well bill lee's the current republican governor and he's not a big fan of Forrest, but I think he's really not a fan because of this controversy that's come about. And right now, again, in Nashville, people are coming together to to debate. We'll find out which way it goes. In fact, Bill Lee's already said that he wants the statue, the little bust of General Forrest, removed from the state house there in downtown Nashville on the hill, as they say. But also, this whole Nathan Bedford Forrest Day is a separate issue, and all the legislators will be coming together this issue goes before the tennessee capital commission on february 20th the commission agenda for that day says it will be only discussion about the forest bust and no votes 
we'll find out what happens there in nashville with this but let me remind you about general Forrest. i've said it before i'll say it again he was a great confederate general there's no doubt about it the south if they'd have had him in virginia the south could have won the war perhaps that's that's arguable but he was an incredible military genius i know because i did a documentary you can go to my website rebelforest.com and and watch a little bit of it if you'd like got in a couple of film festivals with that thing shelby foot is in it i know a lot about nathan bedford forrest nathan bedford forrest was a slave trader before the civil war that was a bad profession it was totally legal under the united states flag so if you want to criticize Forrest, you are welcome to criticize him for being a slave trader and slave owner. I th- I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know the amount that he had. Again, perfectly legal at the time, not not morally correct, but it was the way things were in 1860 America. After the war, this is what gripes me. People call Nathan Bedford Forrest the first Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. That is not true. He was not. He's never been proven to be. In fact, he was brought to Washington, D.C. and was going to essentially have the book thrown at him for being that. He swore under oath that he wasn't. It was never proven that he was. And and I don't want to see stories in 2020 that start out saying KKK leader officially and from all evidence there's nothing to prove that he was and so let's leave that out there's plenty of controversy separate of the kkk you can come after nathan fort B. forrest about if you'd like but again there's a lot of praise a lot of unbelievable things that this general this man did with no formal education by the way so uh, it's an he's an amazing figure amazing from both the standpoint of what he did and 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 then the controversy i mean he's he's not a boring subject if you're looking for a book there's plenty of them out there again check out this documentary that i produced about 17 years ago called rebel forest rebelforest.com very objective journalistic approach i covered both sides of the story but my biggest problem is you're going to see the KKK be the overwhelming reason people are going to give to remove the forest statue and remove the day. And that's not true. That That is not provable. Let's not go after the KKK, that attachment to General Nathan Bedford Forrest. Okay. All right. Now that I got that off my chest, let's get away from some of the Confederate craziness now and tell you about the 2020 Census Bureau as they are warning right now, according to the Better Business Bureau, of employment scams that are going on with this upcoming census. Recently asked consumers were aware of Census Bureau scammers at their door, mailbox and email. And now the Federal Trade Commission and the Census Bureau are warning individuals who are looking for employment to be on guard for census job scams. As that's going on right now, the Census Bureau is recruiting to fill temporary positions across the country. But there are two key tips you need to know, okay? There's no application fee. If you want to work for the Census Bureau, you don't have to fill out any kind of deal and send in money. So be careful if somebody tries to scam you there. Also, you can apply online. That's the only way to apply for the 2020 census positions, okay? And you'll need to provide information such as your social security number, home address, and more. But these scams are making you do more than that, and most of them are asking you to send some money in. So if you have somebody knock on your door and offering you a chance to work at the census and they want some money, call the cops. Let's get them arrested, okay? 
All right, let's go to Texas and a story about Lance Armstrong. That's a blast from the past. Remember when he was all over everything and his organization, the Livestrong was everywhere. Everybody had the little, I didn't, but a lot of people had the little yellow things on their arm. Well, the charity that he helped kind of bring to the forefront, Livestrong, is having a reboot. And this comes after the disgraced cyclist brought down this organization essentially but after several years Livestrong is firing back up as they maintain their partnership with the Livestrong cancer institutes at the university of texas dale medical school and that focuses on cancer research patient care and treatment and we hope that they will do well they're hoping to raise millions of dollars look for Livestrong, and if you do let's not hold back what happened in the past with Lance armstrong this is a worthy organization trying to get out there and be as as big as they were before the controversy with lance armstrong the cyclist hey i should have followed up the nathan bedford forest sentiment with this story how about this one coming to us from stafford courthouse virginia a black man was seen wearing a ku klux klan robe and hood at a shopping center there this week and told sheriff's deputies that he was performing a social experiment and officers with the stafford county sheriff's office called out to the target store at stafford marketplace to investigate to do the investigation and major sean kimmitz actually put a little video out that he put on social media essentially announcing that yes they found there the target a black man in a robe identified himself and determined that he didn't live in the area and pretty much sent him on his way he wasn't arrested nothing illegal about wearing a kkk robe in public even if you're a black guy as this guy was but it's just dumb d-u-m-m and evidently the guy wisened up after his so-called social experiment and took his his show on down the road to another area and we wish him well now let's brag about our southerner that we wanted to tell you about who's been out of this world christina cock our Koch. i can't remember how she pronounced her last name she is an astronaut and she returned to earth last week after a record-breaking 328 days up in orbit the longest single space flight ever by a woman and when she got back home she was able to hug her dog she ate her favorite foods which could have been north carolina barbecue since that's her native state and she went with her family to the beach according to a press conference held on wednesday yes congratulations to christina cock or Koch, with this great feat now who is she she was actually we won't hold this against christina she was born in michigan but she got to the south as fast as she could she was raised in jacksonville north carolina and she went to college at nc state as she graduated with a bachelor of science degrees in electrical engineering and physics back in 2001 and then she went on to get a master of science degree in electrical engineering from ncsu then entered the nasa academy program and has been an astronaut i think there's right around 40 current astronauts in nasa and this woman from north carolina a record setter again in space for 328 days what a great feat there and she actually landed back on earth last week in a i think it was kazakhstan not in the ocean like we see in the old days she landed in a snowy area of that part of the world right there on the eurasian border i guess would be where that is so congratulations you wolfpack you christina koch with the great feat christina hammock koch 
of Jacksonville, North Carolina. And finally, for the ridiculous story to wrap up our headlines today, Kentucky Fried Chicken-themed Crocs that you can now order. And it comes with two attachable charms that smell just like fried chicken. Are you kidding me? Yes, this is the same company that you probably have a few of these in your closet, Crocs. The footwear company is teaming up with some artists to create this KFC-branded Croc. And it was it's a limited edition shoe that's covered in fried chicken. And again, if you're lucky, you can get the attachable charm that smells just like fried chicken. Now, that says I love you like nothing else, especially since we've got Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. I want, honey, a pair of these fried chicken crocs branded in KFC and smelling like some of that delicious secret herb and spices recipe. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to switch gears and we're going to tell you about some of the great festivals taking place here in the next couple of weeks in Dixie. It's part of our Festive South and it's coming up next. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.
wrapping up this first hour of the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and we're here at y'all.com. We're proud to present the Y'all Show to you on a network of radio stations and our podcast listeners and our YouTube TV viewers out there as well who catch the televised version of this, the All Southern Show. Well, again, we're teamed up with y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South, and Clark Shelton, the editor of y'all.com, has a great story that's very worthy of your view, and that's the top festivals in the South for the month of February. And I'm just going to go right into it and tell you about some of the fun stuff that are still taking place here this month if you have time and you can make your way to some of these places. First off, Mardi Gras, yes, it's going on for a few more days But how about what's going on in St. Louis? It's the St. Louis, Missouri, that is, Mardi Gras Festival. That's got a 5K run, tastings and more, and it's taking place Saturday. Only one day for St. Louis to have their Mardi Gras Festival. Also this weekend in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, it's the 16th annual Chocolate Lovers Festival. Oh, goodness. The perfect Valentine's uh, post-game show there in Eureka Springs in the north part of the state of Arkansas right on the Missouri line that ought to be fun now it wraps up this weekend so you, you might want to get to Jackson but in the state capital of Mississippi this thing is huge the Dixie National Livestock Show in Rodeo is taking place this has been going on since 1965 and there you'll find western art and crafts a lot of chili and beef cook-offs going on there in the parking lot at jackson mississippi living history demonstrations plenty of great music and of course horses and cows and more and cowboys and cowgirls across the country competing in rodeo competitions at the dixie national in jackson mississippi that's been going on for a few days that will wrap up sunday in the state capital of the magnolia state also wrapping up this weekend, and it actually started on uh, Wednesday, I believe, the 51st Annual Oklahoma City RV Super Show. Oh, yes. Get in your RV and head to the capital city of Oklahoma for this event. That ought to be a lot of fun. And take your battleship there to the state capital of the Sooner State and enjoy a fun time there in old hickory tennessee right there where old hickory lake is located to the north of nashville coming up february 21st and 22nd it's the handbell festival that is a a new one on me that ought to be a lot of fun also next weekend it's the georgia gumbo gumbo seafood festival that's georgia g-u-m-b-o and then g-u-m-b-e-a-u-x i don't know if they do that intentionally to to welcome in the louisiana spirit to this seafood festival this takes place in hinesville that's in the coastal section down in the southeast corner of the state of georgia this takes place february 22nd you can enjoy louisiana creole gumbo as well as georgia gullah gumbo and even Carolina's Geechee Gumbo. Oh, Florida Gumbo, too. If you like gumbo, you need to go to Hinesville February 22nd for this awesome event taking place there. Now, as we get closer to the end of the month, a couple of things going on. First off, in Orange Beach, Alabama, it's the 28th Annual Orange Beach Seafood and Car Show. That's February 29th. That's that last Saturday of the month. The festival is a full day of delicious food, plus arts and craft vendors, and of course, music for the whole family right there on the beautiful coast of Alabama and Orange Beach. It's the Orange Beach Seafood and Car Show, February 29th. And then on February 27th, working its way to March 8th in Plant City, Florida, 
that's right between tampa and lakeland in west central florida it's the annual florida strawberry festival and this is an event that's very unique and it has all kinds of strawberry concoctions that you're just going to enjoy including fresh strawberries also newly created foods that strawberries are a part of and they've got great entertainment coming to the florida strawberry festival and a real tribute to the beautiful area that that is in florida and the incredible produce that comes especially the strawberry crop there in plant city florida the florida strawberry festival february 27th through march 8th in plant city fla and that's your festive south feature of great festivals that are still taking place before february wraps up so make sure you get to them y'all and that from y'all.com well that puts an end to this first hour of the all southern show when we come back after this break we'll have our second hour and we've got a special guest that will be joining us mr dad his website is mrdad.com armin brat is going to join us he's the author of a bunch of books about being a father his flagship book the expectant father he's going to talk a lot about that one and our conversation about if you're an expectant father or you're a proud father or you're a mom who loves your daddies or you're a daughter that loves your daddy this is a very great subject and we're going to talk about it something that doesn't get a lot of attention our fathers of the world and specifically our expectant fathers our conversation with armin brought starts hour number two plus we've got sec talk coming your way to on this the y'all show Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. And the Y'all Show is back on with you. Hello, I'm John Rawl, and this is the show that's all about the Southeast as we try to let y'all know what's going on here in this part of the world, but what's going on in all of the land. And we've got a very special guest. It's our first Mr. Dad interview, as we're not going to be joined by author, podcaster, a guy that's been all over the media for a long time with his advice on new dads. And we're talking about Armin Brat. He's our very special guest. He's got a new edition of his The Expected Father out. And Armin's joining us right now. Welcome into the Y'all Show. 
Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, th- appreciate your time. Of course, you are Mr. Dad. If you don't believe me, y'all just go to MrDad.com, and you'll see all the great work <laughs> that he's got there going at MrDad.com. Armin, first of all, you're not from the South, but we here in the South are very we're excited about the opportunity to talk to you. But how in the world does someone like you get in this niche, this dad niche? <laughs> Well, it started off when my then wife was pregnant with our first baby and I I was having all these thoughts and concerns and worries and was wondering what kind of dad I was going to be and how we could afford it and started looking around and there were no resources. There were, there were no books for dads. There were no classes, no magazine articles. It was just nothing. And I got really, really angry at that because I, I thought that there was a plenty of information out there for women. And so I Ended up, after just getting angry for a little while, I ended up uh, sitting down to write the books that I wish I would have had at the time. And that's that's how the Expectant Father came to be, and that's how all the the books that came after that uh, have also come to be. That they, again, are, are the books that I wanted to have, the, the information that I would have needed. And they've actually, over the years since the books have been out, I've, I've constantly revised them. They, they seem to resonate with people. There's a lot of guys who say, you know, I was thinking the same thing or I had the same worries about that. And I didn't know how important I was in my kids' lives until until I read about it in your book. And so it's been very much a, a labor of love for quite a while. Well, it is a labor of love for you, and we're glad that that labor of love did end up coming your way. As this book, you have The Expected Father. It's been out for several years. In fact, you've come up with various versions and updates to it through the years. And when I was kidding, I wasn't kidding when I mentioned how you kind of got this niche going. If my count is correct, you're up to now 10 books on the subject? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> 10 books, and there there are more still. Oh, wow. I think I have a few things left to say. I'm not quite sure what, but it's, uh, yeah, I think i got to get to the teenage years. Now that all my kids are, are past the teenage years, I can write about them without wanting to throw one of them out the window. Yeah. So... Well, again, you've got all of these various books, and I'll go ahead and throw it out there. I'm in the category of fatherhood, and it's the greatest thrill that I've had in my life, and I'm sure most of your your people that are males out there listening right now know exactly what I'm talking about. And there's a change, especially I've only had the one child. You've had three, as you said, but there's something that guys have to kind of go through, and we don't get a lot of attention. Armin, they don't throw uh baby showers for for the fellows they it's it's more for the females right it is and i think that there's still a a perception out there that guys don't care as much or that they aren't going to be affected as much or that 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 mothers are more important than fathers or mothers contribute more to children's and children to the child development than fathers do none of that's true but i think that's the perception and it's 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 fueled somewhat by the media that portrays fathers. I mean, all you got to do is look at any any commercial or any TV show that has a dad in it. He's usually a, a buffoon, and the kids are smarter than he is, and his wife is smarter than he is, and he's kind of a useless character. And it's it's sad that we do that, because there's so many guys who, because they don't understand how important they are, don't get more involved. And the kids suffer because of that. that they don't realize that they are, but Kids who grow up with a lot of mom and dad do better because men and women contribute very important things, but they're different things. Mm -hmm. And so kids need to have both. They need to have dad in their life doing things that dads do, and they will need to have dads who are not mommy's little helper, but they're dads 
who will have an independent relationship with the mom. Right. And with the baby, I'm sorry. Yeah. And one of the things I know your book stress is sometimes even the smallest things, especially as these children are infants, some of the smallest things you can do make a difference. I know you talk about going to the grocery store and picking up a kiwi, for example, and holding it up for your child to see and hold and relate that word kiwi. And that's something that hopefully your children still remember. And if nothing else, they learn what the word kiwi is. Well, even before that, though, I mean, I remember taking my little kids to the store when they were just months old and, and doing the thing with the kiwi and just rubbing it on their hands so they could see how soft it is and and then rubbing a coconut on their hands so they could see how rough that is. And and part of that is to teach them something, maybe a little bit about the difference between a kiwi and a, and a coconut. But some of it is also just to hear my voice. And so I get used to hearing their voice and I can see what they like and I can see how they respond to things. And we're just getting to know each other. If you want to have a relationship with a child, there is no shortcut. You're going to have to spend some time and spend some time doing just the most basic things like going to the grocery store and shopping or taking them to the bank or wherever it is that you want to go. Uh, and that's, that's how the relationships start and the relationships build because you get to know each other and you know how, how you respond. And then gradually your child gets to know how you respond to him or how you, that you like kiwis better than, than coconut because you've talked about it a lot, but it's, it's all the, the, the simplest things. There's no magic to it. It's just time. Yep. We're visiting with Mr. Dad, MrDad.com, the website. Armin brought our very special guest. He's been the expected father, in addition to tons of other great books, mostly on the subject of fatherhood. And the expectant father, that's sort of your your main book, the one that you've actually had various releases of through the years, right? Well, that's had four different editions, and I've got another one coming up here uh, that'll probably be out in June. Okay. And then there's the the sequel to that is The New Father, A Dad's Guide to the First Year, and that's had three editions. And then there's the Toddler Years book that just had a new edition came out, and that's the third edition of that one. So we're constantly updating them and changing them, and I mean, things change as far as child development, and new studies come out that, that say that the old ones weren't worth anything, and there's also a lot of stuff that changes having to do with with technology and, and particularly with kids who are a little bit older than infants of how how much you want them to be involved in technology. And do you want them to be using a, a phone before they can talk, hmm. uh, you know, which is, is a common thing in parents around the country is parents are giving their kids uh, their iPads or they're giving them the, the smartphone to play with. And these kids really, some of them can't even walk. And they're already getting familiar with, with a lot of technological things, and it's causing problems. But so those, those are the kinds of things that are, are making me constantly want to update the books, is I want them to be as, as informative and as relevant to dads, regardless of how old their kids are, as they go through the process, so that they'll have something that can guide them all the way through, from pregnancy all the way through the, the teenage years. And the first edition of The Expected Father came out what year? I'm I'm horrified to say this, but it was 1995. Okay, so we're now 25 years into this thing, and I was going to ask yeah. you about what kind of changes have you had to revise, and some of this technology stuff is is part of it. I know as a father, my child's now nine years old, and he got an iPad pretty early on in the process, and became very like most of these kids these days attached to that or a smartphone. 
do as a parent should i look down on myself for that is that bad parenting to have my child have an ipad no i don't think i don't think having your child have an ipad is a bad thing at all i think in limited doses that's actually a good thing we it we know that it can keep them quiet for a little while if we need that to happen. But I think it's important to understand, and I interviewed pediatricians and other researchers on this, and they were finding that, that when kids spend a huge amount of time on iPads, they end up with, with poor muscle control and, and less coordination than kids used to have. And if you just think about this, I mean, you think about when you were a kid, you'd, you'd spend time as a, as a baby trying to balance blocks on top of each other, right? You'd get one block on top of another one, then that would fall over. And then as you got a little bit more coordinated, you'd be able to put a block on another one. You could do two or you could do three. But if you think about it on an iPad, dragging a block across one side of the screen and putting it on top of a block on another side of the screen doesn't require any kind of coordination or any kind of feel of how, how things are, are balanced or how they're out of balance. Because you know if you put the block a little too far to the right or the left, it's going to fall, right? But if you put it more in the middle, you've got a chance of building a higher tower. You don't get that with a, with an iPad or, or by picking on iPads, but any kind of tablet or computer thing. When you're dragging something and you just drop it, you drop it anywhere nearby, it's going to line up right on top. And so kids are not developing the hand-eye coordination and the small muscle control that they really need. And uh, we don't know exactly how that's going to play out years down the road, but doctors are seeing this in patients that show up in their office that they're they're not able to to control themselves. Their handwriting is worse when they get a little bit older because they haven't had a chance to figure out how to balance something in their fingers. So it's uh, you know I, I'm hesitant to criticize people for it because I think it's an important part of our life, and you don't want your kid to grow up never having had one. At the same time, though. I think moderation, as with pretty much everything else in life, is really important that we need to make sure that, yeah, they can play with the iPad, but, you know, they also ought to get outside and and roll around in the dirt and and throw things and climb trees and play sports and everything else. Great, great input from MrDad.com. Armin brought our very special guest here on today's Y'all Show. We're not done with Armin. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk to him about his book, The Expected Father, and some other great advice for dads. And, hey, moms out there can benefit from this conversation as well. That's still to come here as we continue on with more of the Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. seen to miss the finer things in life if she did she never did say so to daddy and welcome back to y'all i'm john rawl this is the show that is all about the south and we have a very special guest joining us here on the program today as his book the expected father has been out now for 25 years and he's had nine other books to accompany this 
fatherdom writing that he does. Armin brought our special guest. MrDad.com is the website, and his nickname is Mr. Dad. And he's continuing his conversation with us now about being a dad and all that that entails. Armin, the father of three. And if you're writing books and have penned all these books throughout 25 years out of the three kids, hopefully you're batting a thousand there, Armin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I'm setting the bar a little bit low, but I'm thinking, well, there's there's three daughters. And I say to myself every once in a while, well, none of them are pregnant. None of them are doing drugs. None of them are in jail. So oh. I, I think that's that's uh, that's a good thing. I yeah. think a lot of people, unfortunately, I mean, I joke about that, but I, I and I, but I realize that not everybody is is quite that lucky. That sometimes we do have problems with kids, and they get themselves into trouble, and and we feel that that reflects on us somehow. When sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's tough being a parent. It's tough being a kid in today's world. All the distractions all of the me now generation and i just want to congratulate you thus far of course i guess you've got a ways to go to keep that thousand percentage going but uh, with all the the temptations out there in the world that we live in it makes for a very difficult childhood so what if you're if you're a parent and your kids aren't doing so great let's say they're somewhere around 500 batting average with your children what should what should a parent do when they do have those rough spots with their children? Well, I think the the most important thing is to spend more time with them okay. and to to ask a lot of questions and spend a lot of time listening. That we need to find out exactly what the problem is. I mean, is it a school issue? And if it's a school issue, if the the grades are not what you think that they ought to be, is that because your child needs extra attention because maybe needs glasses? or is getting bullied at school, or is bored, possibly. There are just so many different reasons. But if you just look at the report card and say, you're getting C's and you should be getting A's, and, and then everybody's mad at each other and you take their privileges away, and it just doesn't help anything. But I think parents don't ask enough questions and they don't listen enough to the answers. And In a lot of cases, the kids will tell us what's wrong if we listen to them, and we do so without judging them. Uh, if, if we ask those questions, we listen to the answers, we're able to help them. And sometimes we can help. And sometimes it's just a question of, of spending more time with them and having dinners with them regularly to let them know that we really care who their friends are and we care what they're doing with their life and we care about their hobbies and what they think about things. And sometimes we need to bring in some professionals if it's if it's really an issue where you've got a child who's self-harming in some way, taking drugs or, or cutting or or doing other kinds of self-destructive things, that's probably something that most of us as parents aren't equipped to deal with on our own, so we need to know when to ask for help. But it, it really is, again, it's about spending time with them, listening to them, and, and letting you know, letting them know that you're there for them if they need the help. Visiting with Armin Brat, he's written The Expected Father among a bunch of books. And Armin, one of the books that caught my attention as a single father, I will point out that I can't wait to get my hands on this particular book. The Single Father is one of your books that you've penned, A Dad's Guide to Parenting Without a Partner. Now, that one had to be a little bit different for you to write since a lot of our, I mean, let's be honest, roughly half of probably all fathers out there aren't in a what we call a traditional family unit. Yeah, it, it was hard for me, and it was hard for me because I was, as I was writing it, I was going through it, and so I, I knew exactly what I was talking about. But I think part of it is, a lot of it came from the, this idea, that, and we talked a little bit earlier about 
that there's so many more resources available for women. When, when you hear the word or the phrase single mom, a lot of things come into your mind of, of a woman who's overworked, she's got problems dealing with the kids, or she's she needs our sympathy, she needs our support. Uh, but when you hear single father, and there are just as many single fathers as single mothers, we don't have the same images. We think of a, of a guy maybe who takes his kids to McDonald's every day or tries to buy their love with taking them to Disneyland or, or whatever it is. A lot of stereotypes. And the reality is that because of the lack of social support, and in many cases because of lack of legal support and the fact that kids still to this day tend to be given more to the mom than to the dad, and the moms have more time with uh, custody or visitation or access, however, whatever you want to call it, that a, a lot of guys don't realize, again, how important they are. And, and it's easy to back away because you spend so much time saying goodbye to your kids if you can only see them every other weekend and a Wednesday afternoon, and you don't get a chance to see how important you are in their lives. And so one of the things I try to do in The Single Father is, is what I try to do in all the books is to let guys know how important they are and then give them specific strategies and exercises or not, I can call it exercises, but just activities you can do with your kids to maximize the time with you have, that you have with them so that they know that you're there and you have time to get to know them and they have time to get to know you. All very good input, again, and from Armin Brod, our very special guest, author author of several books, and MrDad.com is his website, and you've got all these books through the years, mostly with this fatherly advice to the fellow fathers of the world. And Armin, I want to ask, as we kind of wrapping up our conversation with Armin here, have you got any grief from females, from the moms of the world? Are they asking you, hey, are you going to write something for us at some point? Hey, don't leave us gals out here alone, Armin. It's funny. The, the first time I went to a, a big book fair, they have them every year in, in New York and Los Angeles where they introduce new books. And I went when the first edition of, of The Expectant Father came out and the, there were a bunch of people standing in line wanting to get copies of the book. And the first woman in line was a was a first person in line was a woman and she said to me and kind of angry she said why do you have to write a book for fathers and i thought wow because there aren't any <laughs> that's that's why and because you have as a woman you have 50 different options and guys just don't have them there have been a few more that have come out i don't think they're quite as good of course but uh there i think uh i get a lot of a lot of comments and emails from women saying you know i bought this for my husband but i started reading it and i i thought it was really interesting too and and it's really great and and it's helped him be, to become a better dad and so it, it's definitely the books are are definitely written for women as well although there's information that's specific to dads there a, a lot of it is i think for the moms to understand what the dads are going through is so important. It's important for them, but it's also important for the dad so that he can have a sense that his partner is is with him throughout the whole thing. All right. And you mentioned earlier in our conversation that you're looking to do even more updates to, let's say, the granddaddy of them all, the expectant father. What kind of changes are we going to see in the future with your granddaddy book? Well, I think it's gonna, it, it's just gonna continue to get bigger and, well, I guess it'll get strong, smaller in places where it needs to be, but it'll get bigger as far as adding things in there. I think more different types of families are coming up, a lot more single fathers, a lot more 
things. I, I really want to explore the, the these issues that you hear so much about, about sometimes there's three parents that are genetically related because they'll take different pieces of of DNA from different, uh, you know, the egg from one person, the sperm from somebody else, and part of the egg from something else. It's it just, it's fascinating stuff. And I think that we also need to, as parents, we have to deal whether whether you like the idea or not, but with different types of kids, kids who are, are gender non-conforming or binary and, and things that are, you know, that as, as a a young parent, when I started having kids just 20-something years ago, never occurred to me at all that I might be facing these. But these are some of the issues that a lot of people face. And so it's, it's never changing. I mean, it's always changing, and it's, it's, it's never the same. And it's always fun because it's, it's new and it's exciting every time. I think it's, uh, you know, I, I really, it's, it gives me great joy to keep up to date on all the new stuff. MrDad.com, the website. Armin Brott's been our very special guest. All I can say, Armin, is keep those books coming. And for all the dads and expected fathers out there, you know now to go to the website, MrDad.com, and learn a whole lot more about what it means to be a father and some great tips and maybe save you a lot of time and money if you follow some of Armin's advice. Thank you very much for coming on today's Y'all Show. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Well, more of the Y'all Show will continue after this. Thanks for listening. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.
Chomp, chomp. Big win on Wednesday night for Michael White's Florida Gators. They went to Aggieland and got a big win over the Texas A&M basketball team. We'll tell you more about that matchup and the other big wins, including an overtime thriller in the Iron Bowl between the Tide and the Tigers. All that coming up in just a second, but we start this, our SEC Spotlight, with a guy that kind of is the perfect example of what the SEC has become, and that's Paul Feinbaum. You know Paul Feinbaum, who forever was on radio in Alabama only, and then got to be a big national figure when ESPN came calling, and he's on the SEC Network every day. And to his credit, he's got a unique program. He's got a lot of loyal viewers, a a lot of loyal callers. He's kind of doing the same thing every single day. He's been doing the same thing almost every single day for a couple decades now. And he's good at it. And he's made a lot of money. And it's good entertainment. It's kind of a train wreck every time you tune in to the Paul Feinbaum Show, especially with the callers. Now, sadly, several of his callers have died tragically even and the show's not quite the same without people like tammy calling in and the guy from center point alabama that used to call in all the time they still have their knuckleheads i believe the guy from tuscaloosa is named jim or something like that i don't listen or watch all that often frankly his show comes on at a really bad time for me i don't know about your work schedule but i don't have four hours to devote to watching paul feinbaum ramble especially if it's not even football season which is the case now so Eight months out of the year, Paul Feinbaum, his show is pretty much speculating about college football. Yes, it's more than football. It's more than college sports, but it's mostly driven by college football. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, as I said, he goes in every single day with pretty much one subject to talk about. We've just discussed that. Unlike here on the Y'all Show, we get to talk about SEC football, as we're doing right now, SEC sports in our SEC spotlight that's happening right now. Oh, yeah, by the way, let me once again thank our guest in the first portion of this hour, Armin Brott, author of The Expected Father, for coming on and sharing his great books. And he's got what he's got there at MrDad.com. But back to SEC sports. So, Feinbaum doesn't have the variety that we do where we can talk to people like Mr. Dad and we can bring in food and news and politics and music and all kinds of Southern cultural stuff here on the Y'all Show. He's pretty much talking about SEC football 95% of his work life, okay? That's got to get old. It's made Paul Feinbaum lose his hair. And I got a pretty head of hair if you've seen me lately, at least for right now. I'm I'm doing okay on that front. And I really think it's because of the variety that we have here at the Y'all Show. In fact, experts say that listening and watching the Y'all Show is good for your hair. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. You will benefit from listening to the Y'all Show. In fact, all of your <laughs> issues with your body will be amazingly cleared up. And you'll be just living a more healthy, sound life by listening and tuning in the y'all show okay but back to some serious reporting i uh, alabama loves paul feinbaum and a large part of the south likes paul feinbaum he's still got his radio show that's essentially a simulcast of his sec network show as this guy of course a memphis native a university of tennessee alum go vols he doesn't wear orange all that often for whatever reason in fact i don't like paul feinbaum's style it's kind of creepy don't you think He's got that little skinny look to him, and Paul Feinbaum's not a spring chicken when it comes to his age. But 
Paul Feinbaum sitcom star? That's the speculation. Reports coming out of Alabama are that he might be looking to leave the SEC network as his three-year contract with ESPN ends next summer, the summer of 2021. And evidently, representatives have reached out to other networks about potential opportunities and that according to a report in Sports Business Daily. Now, one of these ideas for old Paul Feinbaum, the unofficial voice of the SEC, I won't even say college football, and I certainly won't give him the title of the voice of the South. <sighs> We're the voice of the South here on the Y'all Show, and a darn good Southern voice, too, if you don't mind me bragging. But the 64-year-old Paul Feinbaum, one of the things being discussed is that Perhaps he might have a sitcom, and people are trying to gauge his interest about this, a sitcom based on his call-in show. And I actually did tune in the other day, I think it was only on his radio show, and I heard him talking about he had some people from out of town observing his show. So now, now we know what might be going on. So this Sports Business Daily says that Paul Feinbaum has been approached about creating a website and podcasting network similar to The Ringer. I'm not familiar with that one. And he joined ESPN back in 2013 and was part of the SEC network when it launched in 2014. He signed a multi-year extension back in 2018. And perhaps we'll see him away from ESPN doing a sitcom. And if it's a sitcom that shows up on television, like a NBC, CBS, ABC, I would watch. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be unique. You got to give the idea of having a sitcom if this materializes a lot of a lot of cred. I think it would be in the portfolio of offerings on at least sitcom network television right now. I think it's pretty boring. I think a lot of the shows have been on forever. How many more CSIs can you take? How many more of these reality shows can you take? How many more? Uh, I mean, even on our cable outlets, they have the same thing over and over and over and over. Which, by the way, I've got an assignment that I might need your help on. I have been tasked with going to two places in the southeast in the next two months. And I need your help to make this a reality, okay? And I'm going to show my ignorance by even bringing this up and asking for your help because I don't have these networks on my television, eh, probably intentionally, but I really wouldn't watch it anyway. If, if Even if I had to, I'd probably fall asleep. And I'm talking about the do-it-yourself network DIY, and the other one is the, what is it, the Home Channel or something like that out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Maybe they're both out of Knoxville. They've both been sold recently. I didn't realize that till I had a discussion the other day while I was in Music City. I have been asked to take the Y'all Show on the road, and so we've got to pull this off. If you can help us, we would appreciate your feedback. Maybe you're an expert on these shows. One, I don't even know the name of the show. The other one, I think I know the name of it. At least I know the people that are part of it. Okay, so surprise, surprise. I have got to go to Waco, Texas and visit or attempt to visit with Chip and Joanna Gaines. Now, I just was informed the other day that they're actually going to have their own network. And I'm sorry if you know this and I didn't. They're spinning off. In fact, I think it's DIY is changing its name to Magnolia, the brand that Chip and Joanna Gaines have created. 
and it's going to be a new network. It might already be going. Again, I'm ignorant on this subject. That's why I'm asking for your help here. Be a good Southerner and help John out. Hit me up at 803-816-1170. Text or call with any advice. Maybe you know him. Maybe we can get an interview with Chip and Joanna Gaines. We'll go to Waco and visit Baylor University while we're there. I think they're both alums of that great university in the Big 12. But that is one of our missions to go to Waco on the banks of the Brazos. We also have to go to Laurel, Mississippi. Now, what in the world's in Laurel, Mississippi? I've been to Laurel. I haven't been to Waco. I've been to Laurel. And from what I remember, there's not a whole lot. But evidently, there's another TV show on, and y'all know exactly what I'm talking about if you have that uh, channel, HGTV. And it's a show, I think, called Hometown. And it's two Mississippians, a husband and wife, who go in and remodel homes, and they're doing it in an area of Laurel, and they're making a heck of a difference. And I've been tasked with trying to go to Laurel there in Jones County, just to the northeast of Hattiesburg, a place I know pretty well, and try to track down the host of that show and do some featuring of that. So if you love that show, and I, I think it's called Hometown, I could be wrong, you know what I'm talking about. How many TV shows come out of Laurel, Mississippi? Not very many. <laughs> uh, Laurel's got some famous people like Marsha Blackburn. That's her hometown, the U.S. Senator for the great state of Tennessee. And that great movie called The Free State of Jones with Matthew McConaughey was based on Laurel, Mississippi, Jones County, Mississippi. And there's some shady characters that have come out of Laurel, Mississippi, too. I won't I won't get into that. <laughs> But we'll find out about them when we go there. So help me out. Help get me to Waco. Help get me to Laurel. And we'll just do a big feature and have a lot of fun. And so those are my homework assignments. Both sort of in SEC country. I only say sort of because Waco's obviously the home of a Big 12 school. But it's not all that far down the Brazos to College Station, Texas. So we're going to hopefully pull that off. We need your help. 803-816-1170. Our email, y'allshow at y'all.com if you have any advice. Now, let's get back to SEC talk. I apologize. I got carried away talking about home improvement shows. Maybe that's what Paul Feinbaum needs to do. I've only seen Paul Feinbaum in my life. I've only seen him mostly at the SEC media days when I used to be credentialed for that. He used to be across from me on Radio Row as I was doing some of my various shows and he was doing his show. I got to give Paul Feinbaum a little bit of credit, okay? Because at least in the days of his syndicated radio show, one of his major sponsors was Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> and lo and behold, about eight years ago, I just happened to be um, what? It's Hoover, but it's technically, what is it, Homewood? Homewood, Hoover, I think they kind of intersect there off of, was it 280 in the Birmingham area? And I happened to go into that Burlington Coat Factory near the mall there in Hoover. It's not in the mall. It's just north there toward the city of Homewood. And I was at the cash register when a guy named Paul Feinbaum was right behind me. It it was definitely Paul Feinbaum. And he was buying a coat at Burlington Coat Factory. And again, that was one of his main sponsors. It might still be. So and this was on a random Saturday afternoon. I don't even think it was that cold outside, but Paul Feinbaum was helping his sponsors out by going in and spending money with Burlington Coat Factory, which 
you got to look pretty hard to find anything in that store if you've been in one lately that that actually if you're is maybe picky maybe i'm just picky to find something that you actually would wear but paul he got him a nice coat and he got all bundled up with that but we'll find out what happens next the ball's in his court paul feinbaum exploring options including possibly a sitcom in the future now espn has put a premium article out as part of their espn plus as a story came out the pro football focuses top 10 true freshman classes of 2019 so what they've done is they've gone in and ranked several of the players from sec schools and more and how their top recruit fared in the 2019 class in the 2019 season okay so you had running back john emory jr he was lsu's top recruit from 2019 and he only got 39 carries in the 2019 national championship season of course that comes when you got somebody named clyde elair on your roster and lsu had the incredible season that they had winning a national championship with a transfer quarterback in joe burrow that's the lsu tigers now another sec team as far as one of their best recruits of 2019 edge defender nolan smith he was the second ranked recruit out of the class of 2019 and he played the second most snaps of any true freshman on georgia's roster 287 snaps in the 2019 season so a great job for that young man on kirby smart's program so those just some of the names also georgia had a guy named george pickens and he did a great job there the best true freshman he finished the season first among true freshmen wide receivers that a great feat there for kirby smart and the georgia bulldogs and um if i see any other sec teams here on their list i'll throw up florida gators their top recruit tight end keon zipperer he did pretty good he was also joined by a player named care elam and elam and this tight end zipperer they were within a few spots of each other on that espn 300 as part of their class elam was one of the country's best cornerbacks overall and zipperer played only 34 snaps but caught all three of his targets for 31 yards and a touchdown in the 2019 season so all in all good football being played there by those players in the 2019 class now to the hard court and some action from wednesday night the iron bowl was held the basketball version part two auburn was handily defeated at alabama several weeks back when they had that game and in february here that game previously in uh, what do they call that coleman coliseum in tuscaloosa that game back in january was a solid win for alabama now revenge came on wednesday night at auburn arena as the tigers ranked number 11 in the country in overtime they outscored the crimson tide 14 to 10 and bruce pearl's team wins 95 91 over alabama and in athens georgia at stegman coliseum lo and behold frank martin's battling roosters came over from columbia and the south carolina gamecocks had a 16 point win at stegman over georgia 75 59 great win there for the gamecocks who improved to 15 and 9 now georgia is sitting at 12 and 12 a rough year there for the dogs and the last game the nightcap in the sec wednesday night the florida gators and michael white traveled all the way to aggieland and the texas a&m aggies lost at home to florida 78 to 61 andrew nimhard scored 24 points and a big run early in the second half propelled the gators to a big win 17 point victory there for uf 
what's on the docket this weekend for SEC basketball. It's a busy, busy Saturday. Mississippi State goes to the Ozarks. Bud Walton Arena awaits, and they'll take on the Arkansas Razorbacks with a 1 Eastern, 12 o'clock Central tip on the SEC Network. The Mississippi Landsharks, they've been on a little bit of a tear lately, and they'll be in Rupp Arena. Maybe that win streak will come to an end number 12 kentucky awaits this is an espn broadcast that starts at two eastern one o'clock central georgia looks to get on the right side of the winning ways georgia will be in aggie land to take on texas a&m mid-afternoon on the sec network number 25 lsu will be in coleman coliseum to visit the alabama crimson tide this is a four eastern three o'clock central tip on espn2 following that game on espn2 auburn will be at columbia missouri to take on the tigers at missouri Zoo Arena, that game set for a 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Como time tip. Tennessee will be in Columbia to take on the South Carolina Gamecock, 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. And then the nightcap in the SEC Saturday, the Vanderbilt Commodores will be at Exact Tech Arena in Gainesville. The Florida Gators await. This is an 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock Central tip again on the SEC Network. To college baseball, this is the opening weekend of that great sport. A lot of people excited about the start on Friday of that. Valentine's Day means more than love. It means the start of college baseball. Vanderbilt is your defending national champion, and they enter, according to D1Baseball.com, this 2020 season as the number two preseason favorite, trailing only the Louisville Cardinals. And a great season awaits, it looks like, for Tim Corbin's team. Let's go in and hear the head coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores as he gets you ready for the start of the 2020 season, and we'll kind of get a little bit of a feel for those battling Vanderbilt baseball Commodores. 14 to 15, you didn't really have as, as much of a drop-off from a positional standpoint. There were, there were a lot of returning players. In this case right now, there's a lot of new faces on the positional side. And there's some on the pitching side too. Uh, but also there's some pitchers who have been in those moments you talked about. So I, I, would, I would say that that, that certainly is beneficial to that side of the baseball, to this side of the baseball. Speaking in terms of offense, that that's new, that's been, that's inexperienced. But the one thing I can say about the the younger guys that have come in, the freshmen, and to a, really to a man, is there there's a great deal of maturity. Um, they they've been impressive in terms of how they've handled themselves socially and academically, which is a a big start. And then once they've gotten on the field, they really have fallen into place nicely. And the the older guys have done a nice job of bringing them in and, and helping them along. Vanderbilt head baseball coach Tim Corbin, as his team's getting ready for their 2020 opener on Friday. We'll run down the entire lineup of SEC teams in that opening day in just a second. Vanderbilt, the highest-ranked SEC team in this D1Baseball.com preseason poll. The Florida Gators check in at number four. The Georgia Bulldogs at five. Arkansas at seven. Auburn at eight. The Mississippi State Bulldogs and Chris Labonis are at number 10. LSU is at 11. You also have from the SEC ranked in this poll the Texas A&M Aggies at number 20. And Mississippi is at 25. So we heard from Vanderbilt's coach, if you were to kind of breaking the SEC down from an East-West standpoint, Vanderbilt, your top team from the East, the top team from the SEC West 
would be the Arkansas Razorbacks. And Dave Van Horn is the head baseball coach at Arkansas. This is a team two years ago that absolutely should have won the national championship, and they just missed out with a drop fly ball there and lost out in that effort. And they've been to the World Series several times in the last couple of years. Dave Van Horn spoke earlier this week about his battling Razorbacks. And let's go hear from the head coach of the Hogs now as Arkansas gets ready to open their season. Yeah, everybody's pretty much ready to go. And, uh, you know, trying to uh, make sure that, you know, example, if they're supposed to throw a bullpen the next day or two, uh, then, then the plan has to be, hey, they're not throwing Friday, they're going Saturday, or if they threw yesterday. We just, you know, we're on a pretty good plan, and guys have to be up front with us on how they feel. But, uh, you know, example, last last weekend, Zach Morris didn't throw, and he threw extremely well the weekend before, but he's fine now, and he's good to go. Yeah, I think the expectations are probably at an all-time high around here just because of you know what's gone on the last couple of years and we've got some returners back um you know people see it that you know you're supposed to get better and do what you did last year and maybe take a step forward but that's that's fine i think the players are good with that and uh you know the success has has been good it's helped our recruiting it's helped obviously grow our fan base and contributed to you know a new a new facility going up for our players in the future so yeah it's it's all a plus and uh you know i think the players i think they kind of embrace it a little bit they like it coach dave van horn of the arkansas baseball team as college baseball is here and those razorbacks on friday host eastern illinois and walking through the whole lineup of sec teams in action on this opening day friday In addition to Arkansas's game, South Carolina has Holy Cross, Alabama plays Northeastern, the Jacksonville State Gamecocks and Missouri play on the diamond, Tennessee has the Leathernecks of Western Illinois, Wright State plays Mississippi State, the Richmond Spiders and Georgia get together on the diamond, UIC and Auburn play, Marshall and Florida will be on the diamond, Michigan and Vanderbilt play out in Scottsdale, Arizona, Kentucky and TCU have a series. Miami of Ohio and Texas A&M get together. Indiana will be playing LSU and a great matchup in Swayze Field in Oxford. The Louisville Cardinals and Dan McDonald will be back where he used to be an assistant coach taking on Mike Bianco's Mississippi Land Sharks. And that's your opening weekend and specifically the opening day of college baseball. Everybody enjoy it. We'll mix in that college baseball talk as we go forward here throughout the next couple of months. And that will wrap up our SEC Spotlight here on this, the Y'all Show. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening to our entire show. We'll be back here come Friday with a whole new Getting You Ready for the Weekend edition. Thank you for listening to the Y'all Show with John Rawl, the show that truly is the talk of the South. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... 
Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. <sighs> For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today by texting OFFER to 84888. Get in on major bundle savings with Purple's President's Day Sale. Save up to $350 on a mattress and sleep bundle. Bundle up and save big when you text OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.